Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, hello. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. Kind of feels like we are swimming amongst chaos over in my household, but uh, I like the cake. Busy is better than bored, right? Or at least that's what I, I like to tell myself. But we are back in a more regular routine of having our weeknight dinners thanks to school starting again. And I was just thinking this week, like there are three tools that I think I use every single night when I make dinner. Whether I am doing chicken nuggets in the air fryer or I am making a recipe club recipe or I am making a like family heirloom recipe, it doesn't matter how difficult or easy that dinner task is, I tend to use three things and I want to talk about those. But before we get into those, I want to give you three simple ideas, meal ideas, that you can throw on your meal plan this week to make weeknight dinner feel a bit more manageable. So we're going to kick off the podcast with those three recipes and then jump into these magical three tools that make my life easier every single night. All right, so first up is this salsa chicken skillet. It is an August recipe from Recipe Club and it is totally exceeded my expectations. So as you guys know, my recipe club members vote on the recipes they want every month. And everyone voted for this salsa chicken skillet. And I didn't even exactly know what this was going to look like. I was just trying to think of recipes that incorporated shortcut ingredients because you guys really respond to that. Anytime you can get a shortcut in the kitchen or one ingredient that packs a lot of flavor, whether that's a jarred marinara sauce or a pre-made pesto or in this case salsa, I, I want to be able to provide recipes that are really complementary to those ingredients. So hence salsa chicken skillet. And this recipe is so delicious. 
I think I've probably made it a solid five times since I developed it. And that's a lot, especially because I'm constantly developing new recipes. But it's creamy. It's delicious. I've made it with both chicken thighs and chicken breasts. It uses that magical combination of three spices I like to use for almost any Mexican dish, chili powder, cumin, coriander, and... um obviously the salsa. And as long as you're getting a nice chunky salsa, it's great. You don't want to use like a pico in this, even though that's kind of what I prefer when I'm having chips and salsa. You want a nice chunky salsa. You add some beans, some corn, a little bit of sour cream in there makes it creamy. And then I top it like I top a taco. Cotija cheese, some uh, sour cream, some cilantro, all the good stuff. Pickled onions if you've got them on hand. And it's so delicious. I like to serve it alongside cilantro lime rice. And I just like so much flavor. I cannot believe how successful this recipe was. And I can, I'm just looking at the ingredient list here. The salsa, the beans, the corn. So much of it is our pantry staples. So I think I might even throw this on my list of pantry recipes. It's that accessible. As long as you've got chicken on hand and maybe like the sour cream that's about it. You should always have everything else you need to make this recipe. So it's delicious. It all comes together in one skillet, which means cleanup is a breeze. And if you've had one too many Taco Tuesdays lately and you need to mix things up with a a midweek Mexican meal, you should try this. It's really, really good. So this is a recipe for our recipe club members. We would love to have you. Um, If you're not a member, send me a DM and I will uh, send you a code for $10 off. Next recipe, sheet pan beef and broccoli. I feel like we've kind of been making it a lot, mostly because it's so popular amongst my three children. So it is um, that classic beef and broccoli flavor profile that you get from your favorite takeout restaurant, but it all comes together on a sheet pan and I'm convinced you make it faster than the time it would take to actually go and pick up beef and broccoli from your favorite Asian restaurant. So I use both broccoli and red bell pepper in here. Not only does it kind of enhance the color a bit, but red bell pepper happens to be one of those vegetables that everyone in my family likes. Um, and I like that you kind of get not only the the variance in flavor, but also texture. So we've got the broccoli, we've got the red bell pepper, and what really makes this recipe special is the marinade that I use for the beef. It's really simple. You're going to find everything in your pantry for this, um, from rice wine vinegar to brown sugar, soy sauce, like really, really simple. And I use a strip steak, just cut into one-inch chunks. And there's a ton of flavor in this recipe. So this one's a great one. I can't wait to make it because I know everyone will eat it. And I know that you guys know those recipes that everyone's going to eat are are very, very welcomed. Finally, I'm doing a five-ingredient farro and veggie bowl. This is a recipe I did for Instagram um, because you guys love those five-ingredient Fridays. And this is a Trader Joe's friendly recipe, although you can absolutely get the ingredients to make it elsewhere. Um, It's no secret that I'm a huge fan of farro. It's like my favorite grain. Uh, It's nutty. It's chewy. It's filling. It's got some protein. I just think it's fantastic. So I use that as a base. I really like the Trader Joe's mixed veggie mix. I believe it says they always have it. And I think they have it in any Trader Joe's. But it's like eight veggie mix. There's eight different veggie varieties in it. It's got everything from 
broccoli to carrots to cabbage, and it's just all chopped up really fine. That's awesome. Then another friend introduced me to this creamy dill dressing at Trader Joe's that is delicious. And so I add that plus some crumbled feta and the zest and juice of half a lime. And it's really, really good. I've been serving it um, with a rotisserie chicken that I pick up at Costco. And when I don't want to turn the oven on, this is the perfect end of summer recipe. It's also great for lunch if you want a hearty lunch. So those are three things I'm making this week for my family. The salsa chicken skillet, the sheet pan beef and broccoli, and then the five-ingredient farro and veggie bowls. So hopefully there's some ideas there that you can throw in your own meal plan and um, make things a little easier this week. All right, let's talk about those three tools I use every single week to make my life easier at dinner time. So whether I'm making a recipe club recipe, a classic family recipe from scratch, boxed mac and cheese, or honestly something frozen that I just toss in my air fryer, these are three essential tools I use every single night when I'm preparing dinner for my family. If you don't invest in anything else in your kitchen, let it be these three things. Now, you may realize, oh, I have all of those three things, but I'm going to ask you to examine the quality of these three things that you have because they are so critical to making it easier to get dinner on the table that I want you to have the best, right? And the best doesn't necessarily mean the most expensive, which we'll talk about, but let's get into them. So... You might think, oh, these are so obvious, but just hear me out, okay? A cutting board. I know, everyone who's listening to this podcast has a cutting board, but what I'm concerned about is that your cutting board is too small. This is something I learned in culinary school years ago. Having a big work surface or a cutting board makes dinner prep infinitely easier. And I think a lot of people buy smaller cutting boards mostly for the sake of saving space. So... I'm going to challenge you to look at the size of your cutting board and think, would I benefit from a larger cutting board? And the answer is probably yes. Now, one of the reasons people don't want to do that is that they're heavy and they're bulky to maneuver and where are you going to store it? And so this is where a recommendation comes in for my favorite brand of cutting board. I've been saying for this for years, I love the Epicurean cutting boards. They are made from a wood composite, but that makes them not too heavy. They're pretty light. You can throw them in the dishwasher. They are great even if they start to get a little dull. They sell this board butter product that honestly, one swipe of the board butter and it looks like a brand new board. They come in all different sizes. Like I said, they're not heavy. Um, I love how they feel against a knife because I'm not a huge fan of a plastic board unless I'm preparing raw protein. Um, I much prefer a wood board and as beautiful as like a big booze block is or a real thick wood cutting board is, it's just, it's quite difficult to maintain, right? Um, and it's difficult to move around. And if you're not in a situation where you can keep your board on your counter all the time, I can realize why you would not want to invest in a board like that. Check out Epicurean cutting boards. I'll provide a link in the show notes. My recommendation is to get a board that is at least 17 by 13. I don't like really prepping dinner on a board much smaller than that. That is a, that's like the sweet spot for me. Now I have smaller boards and if you're just pulling out a board to like slice a lemon or something like that, that's one thing. A bigger board is great for that fancy phrase you hear sometimes called mise en place, which means everything in its place before you begin cooking. 
that is probably one of the greatest pieces of advice you could apply to making dinner prep easier is reading entirely through the recipe before you begin cooking and pulling all of your ingredients together. And if you want extra credit, you're going to slice and dice everything before you actually start throwing things in the pan. Um, But you need a big board in order to make that accessible. So think about that. Take a look at those boards. I think they're awesome. Now we've talked about a big cutting board. Now I want to talk about a knife. Once again, if you're listening to this podcast, you most certainly have a knife that you prep dinner with. But I want to talk about how important it is for that knife to be sharp. I have said it many times, but a sharp knife is significantly safer than a dull knife. A sharp knife is easier to work with. Um, It should not be something that you're scared of. It should be something that you embrace. Now, one of the most common questions I probably get asked is, well, what kind of knife should I buy? I need a new knife. And there are so many different fantastic brands. You could get a Japanese knife that's like like a Shun knife, or you could get a German knife like a Wusthof or a, a Henkel, or you could get a knife from one of these DTC brands that are, are popping off, whether it's Material Kitchen or Our Place. I don't care about the brand of knife as much as I care about it being sharp. And what's most important is that that knife is going to feel good in your hand because we all have different shapes and sizes of hands, right? I have really small hands, so I like a smaller knife that's lighter weight. So it's going to depend. If you want to make the investment, I recommend going to a Surlitob or a Williams-Sonoma, going in with a budget saying, I don't want to spend more than $75 or $100 or $150 on a knife and holding those knives in your hand. And then you need to keep it sharp. So another very common question I get is, how do I sharpen my knives at home? And for years, I've been giving the advice that you should just take your knives in to either a hardware store or a store like William Sonoma or Sur and have them professionally sharpen them for you. It's usually a dollar an inch. So if you have an eight inch blade, it'll be $8. And if you had a good professional sharpening, uh, couple times a year, even two times a year, it would make a huge difference on the way that that your knife feels when you use it. Now, even giving that advice, I know that not very, not very many of you are going to do it, and that's okay. Life is life, and it's just unrealistic. So I've actually been testing some different um, knife sharpeners at home, and there's a couple things you could do. You may have seen something that's called a honing steel, and it kind of, it's just like a a metal rod or sometimes it's a ceramic rod. And that is a way to maintain the edge on your knife. Um, It can be a little bit uncomfortable to use it if you've never used it before, but that's, that's one way you could maintain the edge on your knife. But once again, those of you who are not going to go to Sur and have your knife sharpened, you're probably not going to use a honing steel or you're going to buy it and then not know what to do with it. So I feel like I have found a product I feel comfortable recommending that I think is easy to use for anyone, regardless of your skill level or knowledge about cutlery and knives. And it's called a Work Sharp Electric Kitchen Knife Sharpener. It's under $50 and it does all the work for you. And it's got nearly 2,000 five-star ratings on Amazon. It's awesome. It's small. It doesn't take up a ton of space. It's not too loud. And if you did this a couple of times a year at home, you would be thrilled. There's also an area on this where you can hone your knife as well. So I'm going to do my best to explain here. When you sharpen your knife, you're actually creating a new edge. 
And as you use that knife to slice and dice and chop things for, for cooking, that edge becomes dull because the fibers that kind of come to a point start to fray a little bit. Now, obviously, you're not going to see that, but if you looked at it under a microscope, it might look like that. And when you hone your knife, you realign those frayed edges, and that's why it kind of uh, maintains that new edge for longer. You don't want to always sharpen your knife because then you're going to wear your knife down. So with this product, you have an option to both hone it and you're not having to use the rod. There's just like a little slit in the center and you just um, slice it through there like 10 times and that kind of aligns those fibers to maintain that edge. And then it's also got the portion, it's an electric sharpener where it will sharpen each side of the blade. So I'm going to list this in the show notes, and then I'm also going to share um, a reel about this on Instagram so I can show you guys how it works. But it's a fabulous product. And I knew that I was onto something when I went to Wirecutter, and Wirecutter recommended the exact same sharpener So um, as their budget option. And Wirecutter is a product testing site um, put out by the New York Times, and they do extensive testing. So I was happy to know that we were aligned and it made me feel even more confident in recommending this item if you're looking for something to sharpen knives at home. Um, if you don't want to deal with it and you just want to take it in twice a year, the two times of year I usually take my knives in are right before Thanksgiving because I'm going to be doing a ton of cooking for the holidays and then right when school gets out and summer's starting. And I just kind of have in my mind that, oh, I, I need to take my knives in. It will be so much easier to cut an onion with a sharp knife. I promise you. I promise you. All right, finally, spring-loaded tongs. What are spring-loaded tongs? Well, my favorite brand is from OXO, and OXO, OXO has a specific line called the Good Grips line, and they are a locking tong, so you can kind of pull this tab at the top, and um, it'll lock them in place for you, or you can open them up, and with the spring-loaded, they kind of bounce back, so you'll squeeze them in to pick something up, and then they bounce back, and tongs are like an extension of your hand in the kitchen. Like, if I was doing a cooking challenge and I got a knife and I could only pick one other tool, it would be the tongs because you can do everything, whether you're sauteing or you're flipping something or you're rotating a sheet tray in the oven. They are just awesome. So if you don't have tongs in your life, treat yourself, spend the $10 either at a local store or on Amazon Get yourself a pair of spring-loaded tongs. Now, there's two different varieties. There's going to be those that have like a stainless steel tip and those that have a silicone tip. If you do most of your cooking in nonstick cookware, then you'll want the silicone ones. Um, if you do most of your cooking on like cast iron or something like that or stainless steel, then get the stainless steel ones. The things I like, the thing I like about the stainless steel tongs is that they grip much better. So like if you're transferring a piece of meat to your grill or if you are pulling chicken out of a skillet to rest on a cutting board, um, or even if you're serving a salad, if you are serving a dinner salad, you should have tongs. And I am not talking about those tongs you get at the dollar store. You know what I'm talking about. They got the big holes and like they feel awkward in your hand. No, you want the spring-loaded tongs. The spring-loaded tongs are game changer. Like I said, everything from your air fryer to your toaster oven to your Le Creuset cookware, I'm using those spring-loaded tongs. So if you don't have a pair, treat yourself this week, 
they are awesome. All right, you guys, that's our podcast this week. We recommended those three recipes to throw on your meal plan. All of the recipes will be linked. And if you are looking for a bit more recipe inspiration, check out Recipe Club. It is where all of my best recipes live. I have found new passion and excitement and vigor for meal planning because of Recipe Club. It's so exciting as I watch it be helpful to so many of you as well. Um, If you're looking to organize and outfit your kitchen, uh, check out my family meal makeover course. I've got a lot of really great material in there for you. And in the meantime, check me out on Instagram. I'm always sharing tips, tools, and techniques to make dinner time a little bit easier for you and your families. Have a great week and we'll see you here next week. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.